Hey there, movie besties. Welcome to this week's episode of So, so That's, that's what, what Happens, a podcast where we unpack the plot, the twist, and meaning of great movies while sharing our perspective and having a little fun in the process. You know how we do. We're, We're your hosts, host, Tanisha and Bridget. And today you're in store for one of our special episodes. So normally what we do is dedicate the show to just one movie. But there's so many movies out there and there's so much to talk about that we just don't have enough time to do yeah, all of them. Yeah, you know. So that's why we have these special episodes. Yes, so we squeeze in special episodes that don't just surround one movie, but instead they focus on multiple movies and one topic. And a couple friendly reminders before we go on, we're going to talk about perspectives. Mm-hmm. Perspectives. Everyone got one, even you. So we love sharing ours with y'all, and we love that y'all share y'all's with us. So yeah, let's talk about it. Let's unpack it. And remember, seeing the movie yourself, chef's kiss. There's right. no substitute. Ain't no substitute. See it yourself. Don't just take our <laughs> words for it. And with that being said, let's, let's unpack, unpack this. this. Today's special episode is going to be about... Oh, yes. Father relationships. Yep, because maybe we did we did mother relationships. Now we can't live out the five. Mm-hmm. Father's <laughs> Day was, you know, well, technically it hasn't happened yet as we record, but <laughs> Father's Day was recently. Right, just so. recently. Right. This special episode is going to be about those movies that center these father relationships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> our relationships we have with our dad like movies that show the ups and downs and the natural relationships that people tend to have with their fathers yeah the lengths that they go to in order to maintain or even just get healthy relationships with their yeah. dads or the dads go to get them with their kids mm-hmm. there's so many of those so many good ones that this is totally gonna be a great episode yeah it is and we chose this topic because you know despite having different types of relationships with fathers you know mm-hmm. no matter how healthy or toxic uh, father relationships are essential and sometimes it's on the it's on the bad side and sometimes it's on the awesome mm-hmm. side and you know so we all have dads one way or another and we wanted to discuss father relationships and movies that depict these pivotal relationships we experience in our lives you know yeah like daddy hey daddy <laughs> she's gonna make me laugh throughout this whole thing because i like the way she says that <laughs> and i won't be able to do it because that's not what i say <laughs> So before we dive into the movies, yeah. let's chat about our own father relationships. Oh, daddies. So it's okay because I'm asking you first. <laughs> In your opinion, Tanisha, what makes a good dad? Mm, a good daddy. A good dad to me is one that leads. Remember today, it was crazy because mm-hmm. we just recorded an episode and I was just talking about a man being a leader. A, a dad leads, he provides, he protects, and he loves and respects his family. Um, he's real, he's honest, and he means business, but knows how to have fun too. And I think too, he's also respected by his mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a good dad. A, a good dad formula. That, yeah, a dad that, you know, everybody can depend on, you know, shows his love, speaks his love. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think that, that makes a good dad. And of course, a dad that loves God. Okay. For me, I think a good dad just knows what to give his family that they need. Yeah. And he knows how to give it to them. Right. And he usually plays this role where he's the one you want to look up to mm-hmm. so much in a certain way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like you said, like he, he leads. Right. So a good dad is a good leader and that encompasses so much more stuff. It does. You know what I mean? So like much there's come with so it. many things that, yeah. that that means, but just... Absolutely. All the things that you said. Yeah. A good leader, someone who's loving towards his family, respectful towards his family, mm-hmm. who can be real with them. I like all of those words yeah. that you used. Yep. And it just, there's something about having that peace that is important mm-hmm. to so many people's lives. And they, they might crave it. They might not. They right. might not. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> might be hurt by it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a lot of things. It's, it's a lot of different It's one things. of those innate relationships we feel like we should have. Like right. we're so used to. Yeah. And everybody can relate, you know, with a father relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody has a dad. And I understand, too, you know, in different circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, it may not be that way. Different but, men can play that role. Right. Exactly. So, all right, then let's talk about our <laughs> Well, yeah, tell us one? about your daddy. Okay. <laughs> so, for me, that man. <laughs> Mr. Nelson. Black. <laughs> I just I feel like I have one of just the most unique <laughs> dads ever. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Unique sounds crazy, 
But he is. Now, like, mind you, I know Bridget's dad because I've been knowing Bridget for years, <laughs> 25 plus years. So I know Mr. Nelson too. Like. It's like the way I look at him yeah. is not like I look at anybody else's dad. Mm-hmm. It's it's strange, but it's yeah. just like. Of course not. You it's your are, dad. Yeah, like <laughs> it just feels different and not in a bad way. He's different to me than other dads that I meet because to me, my dad's. <laughs> And this is this is not the only thing because there's a lot of other dads who have this. But to me, my dad's jokes are actually funny. Like, like he doesn't. My, he, he's a dad, but he doesn't have dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has funny jokes. Yes, and he does occasionally have dad jokes. But okay. he be but the way he doesn't have them often, and the way he cracks jokes are so like, oh dang, that was. <laughs> That was real and kind of hurtful. Yeah, and, he, and I do like how he's very sarcastic mm-hmm. with it too. But it's yes. like a subtle sarcastic funny, <laughs> yes. and I always love that type of humor. He's very like he encourages competition, yeah. <laughs> like in the most fun and least threatening way. Like he does want it to be a competition yeah. for like his love and all this other stuff. I like when he makes but, those jokes about like when me and Kim come around, he act like he like oh oh they finally got out like we got out of jail. Yes, <laughs> he like, always does that. He always did that to me and Kim. Like we were. Yeah. Just all in jail, like they just but. got out the pen <laughs> talking about oh they let her out you know just shut up dad <laughs> just kidding, he's dad. silly like that <laughs> but like he's rarely ashamed or embarrassed by us do you hear that he has <laughs> yeah. nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed by trust me he's had some reason to be <laughs> you know like oh lord you know but he never shows any of that like lord what did my kid just do <laughs> yeah. or say right. and i just think it's a blessing to have a dad that has stuck around yeah. um that was very interactive with us. Yeah. He didn't, like growing up, he didn't shy away from playing with us yeah. frequently, you know? And yeah. he's just one of the key reasons why I am as weird as I am. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's, I'm not weird because of my mom. <laughs> it's because of you, dad. If I'm kind and loving, it's from mom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but all of this, my weirdness, I think I got from you. I think so too with my pops. But I'm going to wait till you're done. I'm sorry. That's it? No. <laughs> Let's hear about yours. But yes. So my daddy. Keep in dad. mind, I I know him as well. Yeah. Bridget, you know my dad. Uh, my dad is so talented. He's mm-hmm. a musician. He also yes. does artistry. Like he draws and he create art and rugs and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Him and my mom. Um, but that was really my dad's creative hand. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, my creative side definitely comes from him. And some of my best childhood memories is listening to my dad, like, create and play jazz music. Like, mm. my dad was dope. Like, I wish right now, because, you know, right back then he was putting him on a floppy disk and his keyboard. <laughs> And so, so he still got them floppy disks, but I would love to get them like translated yeah, to there's like. There's a way that you can transfer them. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead and do that. Oh, cause, yeah. Because now I wanna hear them. Yes, dad can get down. He played the bass, he played the keyboard, like he got it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and my dad, he's the type of dad that's always been straight, no chaser. He's mm-hmm. real, and I, I like that. I don't like a lot of fluff talk. Yeah. Um, and my dad has never been a fluff talk, <laughs> and my siblings would agree. But, I, you know, I appreciate that about my dad. Yeah. My dad, you know, he, he's funny, too. He has, I get, <laughs> I get my pranking and my cackle from yes. my pops uh, and my mama. Now, my cackle from my mama, but <laughs> oh God, I'll be cackle. cackling when I really <laughs> be laughing. <laughs> it be stuff, I would be super funny. <sighs> I'll cackle in a minute. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> But yeah, and um, I also think I get my weird sense of wanting to nickname everybody mm-hmm. that I'm close to. I, everybody that I'm close to got a nickname. That's just how it goes. <laughs> when you friends with me, when you know me, you got a nickname. But anyway, yep. my dad, he's the one that named me Nini. Everybody called me Nini in my family. Mm-hmm. And then he named my brother Charles. Uh, his nickname was Charlie Ali. <laughs> and my little sister Vonda, hers is Boom Boom. Boom so Boom. yeah, and he's also another reason why I'm a big movie buff because he would always, we would always go like mm-hmm. every other friday we would have like movie night yeah it would be me my mom yep. and dad my siblings and we would go to blockbuster remember blockbuster yep. oh, of course yeah we go to blockbuster rent us some such movies. a treat <laughs> yep and watch movies and stuff you know as a little family like mm-hmm. it was fun and um oh remember when we used to go to remember when dad took us to eagle creek you jordan oh yeah Brittany, we used to ride us. in the back of the truck yeah we, yeah, we was riding back, back when the kids tr- could do that <laughs> yeah we was in the back of my dad's pickup yeah. truck we used to go to Eagle Creek, Big Old Park. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was so much fun. <laughs> 
And I just, I love the way that you talked about your dad here. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, dang. I didn't talk about no childhood memories. I didn't talk <laughs> about anything he's good at besides making me laugh and being weird. But my dad is also, my dad's also a musician. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's the creative, I would say, as yeah, well. Because my dad is a trumpet player. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. He also is into the arts. Yeah, you know, he designs he things. Mm-hmm. He that's that's the type of stuff that he's into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I feel <laughs> like we we have great dads. We not not perfect, do. but definitely great dads. Love you, dad. Yay. <laughs> Love you too, old man Jenkins. <laughs> okay, so what are some dad tropes in movies that you see, mm-hmm. and are there any that you can relate to as it comes to yeah. your dad? Because when it comes to these things, movies have tropes. Yeah, of course. Right? You already know. So we already know there is the dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> trope <laughs> of, you know, when you have the dad that's just kind of cheesy, but he loves his family. Yeah. And he wants to make them laugh. <laughs> yeah. And he just does so with these silly little puns. Yeah. My dad doesn't do that frequently, but he's done it occasionally. Yeah, here and, and there. But, like, sometimes dad jokes are so good, though. They still like, be but good. But it's like, yeah. oh, shut up. <laughs> right. The point but of he, a dad joke is that you're not, like, laughing, laughing, but right, you're just but annoyed that they made it. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so silly that it's just yes. funny that it's so stupid and silly. There's this dad trope I don't experience. Yeah. Right? This is not from my own experience, but you see it in the movies so often. Yeah. But you have that pushy dad that mm-hmm. wants you to be a part of like a sport or a club or the college so desperately that they yeah. went to or they just want you to take over the family <laughs> yeah, business yeah yeah and it's just now sometimes <laughs> now that take over the family business part is a little bit of relatable a little yeah. bit it is a yeah. little bit not for me but like yeah, for me but that's is. a trope that's a trope for a reason <laughs> Because right. it's like, I'm trying to leave this legacy well, I got different you. stuff to do. Yep. Yeah. I get it, though. But <laughs> <laughs> And so these are also other ones that I haven't ever experienced, but I've seen in movies. But mm-hmm. the jock dad and, like, the nerd child. Like, the child that wants to read the books, but the dad wants them to be in the sports. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Would that make you love me? <laughs> right. Right. Was wedding yeah. crashers. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he was like, come on, why don't you come and play a little pigskin with us <laughs> to his artistic son, son right. who's out there painting in he was just looking like, oh, he's all nerdy. So would that make you love me? <laughs> Why? You want me to play some damn sports? His dad just responded like, oh, I, I already love you, son. You know, Aww. just like, <laughs> And then you got the trope where it's like the overprotective dad. Yeah. They and go then, a little too far trying to <clears throat> make sure people are safe. Yeah. Like, we get it, dad, but dang. Right. God damn. We got to get a little bit of freedom now. And then there's that dad that's just, I'm sorry, but he too soft. I need like, to know which dad you're talking about. You got to get like, a little bit of example. backbone. Like a dad who's always like, you know, he just really doesn't, sh- he shows a lot of passiveness. Okay. Where it's just not really like, not really much leading. It's kinda, oh, okay. He's not good know. at leading it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you can't be too. You had to have that balance. Right. Do you think there's a difference between dads and daughters? Oh, yeah. Versus dads and sons? Of course. Okay, so let's elaborate on that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I feel like dads, okay, first off, dads are definitely needed in a girl's life. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Like, really, in in kids' life, period. Like, your dad should be there. And, you know, the way that dads handle and nurture that the father and daughter relationship is essential essential to how she will experience and handle men in her life. Mm -hmm. So it's very essential to to have that. And so I feel like the dad would definitely have to, in a sense, grow up in spaces that he may not. Mm-hmm. do well in like expressing and you know being emotional because you know mm-hmm. girls are more emotional so I do feel like they do kind of tap into a different set of emotions and I think it is different because a, a son and dad they kind of get each other from a man's point of view but a dad and daughter it's like he has to learn her in a sense because he doesn't mm. know what it's like to be a woman or a girl you know and so it's important on how he nurtures that relationship are you just thinking interesting yeah no I am thinking I'm just thinking about what you're saying because yeah. I, like, I see exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. but at the same time, sometimes I think the issue is they go overboard in the movies because mm-hmm. they will be so much one way with their daughters and not the same way with their sons, and their sons might be craving a conversation. Like we mm-hmm. don't have to always just right. you know like do sports or talk sports. I want to tell you how I feel too. Right. You know what I mean? So it's being able to balance that. Yeah. And just being able to tap into the emotional side of relationships, Mm -hmm. period. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. right. So it's not really much of a difference then, but I do feel like there's a difference. 
yeah, are, period. Yeah, yeah, there's a different way of handling certain things. And the information that's exchanged is a little bit different as well. You know what I'm saying? They have this perspective for their daughters. I feel like that sometimes... I mean, it's new for them. Yeah. You've grown up a man your whole life. Mm-hmm. You fell in love. You know, you might have fell, fallen in love with anyone, a man or woman, mm-hmm. whatever. But now you have a daughter. Right. And you, who you've seen how men are with women. Yeah. And so you have to different... protect her from yeah. this in this way mm-hmm. as a father that, that's new to you. Like, th- right. I, you didn't know you could love somebody this way right. or this much. And, and that's... now I'm going to keep her safe. Exactly. And and that's what I was saying. That yeah. that's, that's why that relationship is essential to women because it teaches us. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm supposed to be treated. You know, this is the standard. Like, and so, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's essential because it's going to, it's going to affect how she experience and handle men in her future. Mm-hmm. You know, that's real. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I, I think it's fascinating actually, because when it comes to fathers, okay, if we look at it a couple of ways, cause we're talking about dads with daughters and then dads with sons. Mm-hmm. Right. So when it comes with fathers that have all, <laughs> of one like say all sons and all daughters mm-hmm. i feel like they are a different so- sort yeah, of way it is they they act a different way now mm-hmm. not that oh every single one acts the same right but like anybody who has grown up period or is growing up with teenagers or anything like that can tell you there's differences in the way that they develop oh, yeah, and course. what they're going through yeah, so <laughs> you got to be ready if let's mm-hmm. say you're a girl dad okay mm-hmm. which are awesome my dad is a girl dad that's why i look at him he has mostly girls he just got one little yeah. he got one son sorry jordan <laughs> we have overshadowed you because there's mostly girls yeah. the way he is with us or the way he relates to us i know is different than when he is alone with jordan right. yeah, you know yeah, of course and it's it's that's natural that's what's yeah Yeah, exactly and because not every one relationship is the same yeah and he has to tap i think that's helped him i don't think this is ever anything he was bad at but it's helped him to tap more into that nurturing protecting Mm -hmm. and creative vibe Mm -hmm. with us Mm -hmm. because he's he's like the type of father most fathers probably wouldn't i love it when you see the dads who are playing with their daughters Mm -hmm. and they have makeup on or they've (laughs) done their nails like my dad does our nails he used mm-hmm. to do our nails so well For like real? he's an artist like, yeah, so he sense. knows how to design stuff on mm-hmm. it and like nothing about it is like Ugh. All right, it's I feel like it. him being talented at what he does and yeah. being a girl dad like Shit. mixing right. it into exactly there ain't no wrong with it to the way he is with mm-hmm. his daughters and so yeah dads course, with sons <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> they different. got a different they you gonna, know right they're gonna be working on a car together or mm-hmm. you know doing things that just they could do that with their daughters. Oh yeah, I've seen, of I've seen a really cute video of that. Oh yeah, of course. Because again, that's, that's love, part of that protecting seeing, them because you want them to know, like, yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to do this. My dad so you taught can do me it on your to, own. Yep, he taught me how to change a tire because he was like, if you ever stranded or you get, you know, he was like, that's how you change a tire. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. So and yeah, things like that. <laughs> my dad has been there for me for so many flat tires. Oh my god, see, look at her beard, but <laughs> a little spoiled little brain. I am. I'm okay. sorry. Sorry, Mr. Nelson. Triple A, Daddy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Somebody. Chicks like you. That's the best one little thing. Look, ugh, I'm little sorry. Princess. It's not something that I learned. Mm, I don't. Whatever. I mean, it's not. Well, it's the truth. I don't feel bad about it. It's like, no yeah, way. I had to learn how to do you. that. Yeah. Mm. Little princess cutie. All right. So what's some dad scenes or in movies that you love? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Your butt wrote a lot because I only had two. I did a lot. But I'm Go telling you, quick. once I start thinking about it, shut up. <laughs> once you start thinking about it, you're gonna it's going to click more, I'm telling yeah. you. But um, for me, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yes. is one of the first things that came up. So, hold on. Remind me who Yondu and Star-Lord so are. So, Star-Lord is Chris Pratt's character. Okay. His, that's his name? Oh. Star-Lord. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember that. Okay, okay. I'm that's tripping. what his that's what his name is. Like I'm really superhero didn't. name. Yeah, I'm not good at all um, the names of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, and then Yandu. Yandu was the guy who was all blue. Okay, right? yeah, I he was him. the one who basically raised him. That's what they show you in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy too. Okay, and they they had a <laughs> strained relationship at mm-hmm. this point, but it came to light. You know, like yeah, I was just playing with your boy and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Like the way you talked to him, and then you really got that feel. Like yeah, yeah he was with him all of his life, Aww. and you know. Eventually, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he does meet his actual real father mm-hmm. and gets the backstory of why he is the way he is yeah. and why he was taken and all that stuff. And at first, he's totally, you know, just, wow, this is my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I finally met him. It's here. But he comes to see, like, man, this man that I 
idolized for so much was actually trash and yandu why is my real dang yeah oh yeah i do remember that part yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah okay so then we got lion king right Mm -hmm. we got the whole simba mufasa thing wonderful just father son scenes even when he got in trouble right his dad came to protect him and then (laughs) even that whole scene like you could feel in your gut like oh my god mufasa about to kill him Mm -hmm. after he saved him and nala from the elephant graveyard and they had to have that little conversation uh, that's right, about Dad, being be brave him. and what that means, mm-hmm. you know? Because he was like, I was just trying to be like you. And he was like, being brave doesn't mean you go looking for right. danger. Like, you put people <laughs> in danger. Right. You know, and he just kept it real with them. And you just thought, oh, God, he about to get in so much trouble. But it's like, oh, no, he had a yeah, real moment was with a his j- father. Right. That's how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And a couple movies that we've already even done episodes on about time. Yeah. Beautiful father-son yeah. relationship in that movie. It was. Captain Fantastic, another father. Yeah. I liked him, too. And his and methods were different, yeah. but he was a good dad. I, I mm-hmm. would still vote him a good dad. I don't care. The whole movie was just scenes and, yeah. and relating with your father, mm-hmm. talking to your father, having right. real discussions yeah. with your kids. Yeah, I like real, man. I don't, yeah. don't, get, don't, I don't <laughs> want the fluff. So I uh, then we have Courageous. With this whole, yeah. oh, my favorite scene in that movie. Because, I mean, they're making a vow as men to be good fathers and husbands. Like, that's what the whole thing is about, right? Mm. And this resolution just to not just be average at it, but to just put their all into this part of their life, mm-hmm. right? There's a scene where the father gives his blossoming uh, teenage daughter a ring. Mm. And like he talks ring. to her about how, like, he's given that to her because, you know, like, he understands why any man would love you mm-hmm. like you're beautiful yeah. you're special blah 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 because he's value. noticing that she's getting attention mm-hmm. and he's like but you know i just want you to you know like make the right decision mm-hmm. with me you know like in your mother's involvement you know right. like basically saying like i get why a guy would like you i understand and like i'm ready to start accepting that but this is this ring symbolizes mm-hmm. that you are gonna help like you're gonna allow me and your mom in this decision and right. in a sense where it's like trust us to yeah. talk about this yeah yeah, yeah. And be in your life. Okay, yeah, I feel so, that. So it was a beautiful scene if okay. you haven't seen that Courageous. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. All right. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> a father that loves kids, you know, <laughs> despite divorce. I love that movie. <laughs> I love Mrs. Doubtfire. And he goes out of his way he a does. little crazily so. He does. For his but, love for his kids. That's why he's going to get close to the kids. I don't care if I got to be the nanny. <laughs> I'll be the nanny. Um, <laughs> and then there's John Q. Yeah. Which just shows the lengths that this man is willing to go through for his son. I can't watch that movie no more. That I still watch it. I only watched it one time and that was enough. I watch it again and again. Like I won't watch it all the time, but I recently watched it and it still makes me like frustrated just because of the system. Yeah. But the just looking at like, no, I love my child. We're we're going to figure this out. Like him, like, nah, (laughs) it's not about this or that. Like, this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Go with it. Like, I'm making this happen. You will fix my son. Right. It's not about this money. He needs to live. Exactly. What about what about some so dad mine, scenes? For you? Bridget, well, mine. I do have one that's maybe a little deep, but Bridget was going all deep for hers. So. I'm sorry. I got a little funny one. Ain't no wrong. <laughs> I got well, it's not really funny, but um, Taken Liam okay. Nielsen, remember? And yeah. I said, you know, he's gonna find his daughter one way or another. Yep. <laughs> with a with a particular set of skills. Yep. <laughs> and I loved it when he was like, "I have a particular set of skills." <laughs> can't stand anything about her she even wrote lol in her script y'all like she knew she was gonna laugh when she said that he did he said that and i love that part though because everybody know that's the part and he was like no he was like i will something dang i gotta know the line and i will find you yeah yeah and then the dude was like good luck Mm mm-hmm he was like, oh, bet. Okay. Yeah. And he went and found his daughter. So he I just did. really like the gutterness and yeah. the. And the he went to go take my daughter. Yeah. He was just like, nah, bro. That's not happening. So I just like that. You know, you know, I'm a little yeah. uh, tough. I'm like a. <laughs> Do you know they did an episode of uh, Family Guy? Yeah. What? Um, of that? Of that? Of Taken? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was Meg. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, yeah, that and then the Adam Project. Mm-hmm. Now this Let's one really it. hit me. Hit me. There was with Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo, and uh, basically, you know, Adam Project. He goes and he was able to travel 
through time. So he was able to go back in his own life and be with his younger self. This is character played by Ryan Reynolds. So that's kind of what the thing was. And he was trying to save his wife or something like that. Mm -hmm. But so that's really what it was. So in this scene, though, in this particular scene with Mark Ruffalo and Ryan Reynolds, um, Mm. future Ryan goes back in time to see his dad before his dad died. His dad died when he was like 12, I think. So that was the, that's the time he went back into. So he saw his 12-year-old self and then his dad at the at the age he would be at 12. Mm-hmm. And um, so he goes back in time. Future Adam has this moment with his dad. And his dad tells him everything yep. that he never heard. And so... He needed to hear. Yeah. And because, you know, he ended up dying before he could really, you know... Express that. Right. Too. And he really wasn't good at expressing that st- type of stuff anyway before mm-hmm. he died. So it just kind of... So this moment was real special. And he was just telling his son how much... How proud he was of him. And that he loved him. And that he thought mm-hmm. he was amazing. Like, he was affirming his son. Mm-hmm. And I like the way how Ryan Reynolds kind of, like, played this character. Because he was like, all right, Dad, I got it. And he's like... He kind of feels awkward that he's being so open and sharing this with yeah. him. But at the same time, he's receiving it. Because he's crying. And, like, he's like... Uh, but I, it was crazy how it was just, I kind of liked how they did that in the movie with showing that father relationship and seeing how he had that opportunity to kind of go back in time and then have that moment in his adult self, like life after he's kind of lived um, some time. That and was a good movie. It was. And that, that moment was a really good father-son moment. It really was. And that was toward the end of the movie. But yeah. <laughs> so look, I know that the show is about movies. But we did this with mother relationships. We had to do it with father. <laughs> yeah. Let's real quick talk about some TV dads that were also influential to the game, right? <laughs> so first up, Uncle Phil. Yeah. <laughs> From Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Of course. Uncle uh, Phil. And now Bel-Air, technically, yeah. as well. But I'm going with the old Uncle Phil. <laughs> okay, new Uncle Phil, though. Hi. I'm just okay. I'm the, well, that. You know, no, don't take that out because it's true. That's why I said the old Uncle Phil. And he Jeffrey. was more father figure Yeah, I, and Jeffrey, I, too. Shoot, Jeffrey looking. Hi, right, Jeffrey. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I was with her. Hold on. What was we talking about earlier? But yeah, girl, Fresh so, Prince, Uncle Phil. Yeah. Okay. He was a good dad. And then I. I I got also Carl Carl Winslow, family yeah. matters. You know, but he was just kind of like the typical good dad. Oh he was just a gosh, yeah. he was just a little fat donut. <laughs> <laughs> he really was. He hated Steve, but he loved him. Yeah, he hated Steve, but loved him at the same time. He was so annoyed by him, but mm-hmm. you know, he was just a cool, typical dad. He was know? there for his kids. He was right, and, and he stood that's up for him when exactly. push came to shove. Exactly, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that Harriet had to put him in place a she few times. Did, I understand Harriet. That's my girl. Sometimes that neck move got to yeah. come into play. Then there's Hal. Yeah. I have to mention Hal from Malcolm in the Middle because poor Hal and his four, <laughs> the five, how many kids he had? Five Hal, boys. But Hal just let them run the river right <laughs> No, but not in the pushover way. No, not in the pushover way, but he's still, shoot. No. No, because because then you would have the reason why I don't think it's that way because you would have to be like Lois let him Lois did not man Lois was yeah, always putting them in place but they were crazy so they kept getting in these situations like how how did you yes, like explode this whole boys. room Reese like Woo. what are you doing so, that's why I really be wondering people with a whole bunch of boys what is that like <sighs> let us know how I know a friend I have a friend that has I, I believe six kids and they're mm-hmm. all girls. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, her and her husband, they handle it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, six girls. Mm. So I can just imagine having even just four boys, like Michael in the middle, six boys. Yeah. I think the ideal, if, if, if it was me and I was having a huge number of kids, just let it mix. Like, I want to yeah, know what mixture. both of these are like. <laughs> so sometimes I like be, I understand, like, let's if you have another one just hoping like right. maybe it's gonna be a different one yeah. and it's like let's stop okay this is boy number four the next one gotta be a girl man yeah. this is boy number five Literally. like yeah quit rolling the dice yep that's <laughs> how that's, that's how one of our friends her and her husband had five kids and four of them are girls Ooh. and one of them that last one was a boy and now they done who did just that Ooh. that same number it was just like and you don't know if that's exactly why they're doing it. Like, right, right. Of course, not in yeah. people's beds, but in your head, you'd be like, would you have stopped well, that's at what, number three? <laughs> that's what my friend said. She said, he, she said her husband yeah. wanted a son. So she yeah. kept, they kept trying. And then we got 
Michael Richards from My Wife and Kids, <laughs> which is Keenan uh, Wayans. Definitely me. Damon Wayans. And yeah. I freaking love him anyway. Mm-hmm. I just, he is just funny. He, he's the dad that is funny. I love black dads like in that show. My Wife and Kids with yeah. Tisha Campbell. I like how he be, cause he be eating his kids up. <laughs> But he loves them and takes care of them. But he's and he's really funny. Him and his wife are funny. Yeah, with how they deal with the kids and it's just I I love the this type of dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is funny. Yeah, and just the way that he's he, just silly, just eating the them way up. He talked to his son. Yeah, like, he, because, <laughs> <laughs> he do because he, son's a little idiot, you know. Yeah, yeah it's just I always I literally feel like they tend to do that. Yeah, they, they do. Make they the son gotta, a little bit more. Yeah, but they but they. They actually do that in a lot of TV shows, yeah, period. Like, that, where there's that yeah, one kind of, like, idiot person. It's a trope. Yeah, just but like the Joe. the son is always kind of stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> just like in France, you got Joey. He was, like, the kind of the idiot. And then in, like, Seinfeld, you got Kramer. They're, like, but everybody kind of has that, that little, you know. And I'm talking particularly about shows that have a family, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They usually make the son, the son dumb kinda, in comparison think, to the... Okay, so we have, one? like... We have Bart Simpson. Oh, yeah. We have uh, Chris from Family Guy. Oh, my gosh. We have um, Married with Children. Like, they always make the son. Like an um, idiot. Even, what's the one? Blackish. Not that the sons are idiots. Right, but but like, they're not as bright as the daughters. Yeah, they're still kind of goony. And yeah, I know what you mean. That's true. That is a trope. That's a huge trope. So then I have Jack. Jack from This Is Us. (laughs) And. He, I think he's my favorite TV dad. It's just, that sounds so crazy, but I felt like I got so close to him <laughs> just watching the way that he interacted with his kids, mm-hmm. the way that he interacted with his wife, like the way that you knew he died and mm-hmm. how much they missed him and how much you just craved, like, God, I wish they had more time. Because yeah. I wish I had more time. Like, he said the right things yeah. and he loved them and he gave them what they needed. Mm-hmm. And he was not always perfect. Right. And every single thing that he did and they addressed it, but he still came all the way through mm-hmm. frequently for his family. And so Yeah, Jack. Uh, was, he was one of the best I for sure it. in my mind. I get it. Mine are all just kinda like <laughs> personalities. I like how Bridget is a little bit deeper with her. Then we got also Julius from Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> Lord. And this dad, he was cheap. He was always working. But he was really working to provide for his family. Mm-hmm. And he was always thinking about like, oh, wait a minute. How much water y'all are y'all using? Because he was counting up how much the water <laughs> bill going to be. <laughs> or like he was that dad that was like, you got some McDonald's money? Like that type of dad. But he took care of the family. And it was funny because Rochelle, which was played by Tashina Arnold, she would always be like, my man has two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> whenever she would go get her own job she literally made that an excuse like when it was something where she felt like she ain't need that job <laughs> she'd go off and be like then my man has two jobs and she would quit and it's just it was silly but i like julius as a dad because one that he was able to handle and connect with a woman like uh his wife and i just love that and then you know he just did what he had to do he was like those dads that are around and they're active in your life but they're just more so concerned about taking care of you that you know it's not much else and now i gotta bring up phil dunphy from modern family yeah. for anyone who's watched modern family phil dunphy he was the one married to claire he had three kids <laughs> the two daughters and the son and he was so positive <laughs> that it was impossible not to love him. It was just like he, the way he was with his kids. Yeah, he, he was just, funny. I do he like He joked that with them and he wanted to sing and mm-hmm. dance. And like he was embarrassing to his <laughs> kids. But it was like he would have done anything for them. Aww. And it was one of those tropes where you see the kind, upbeat, happy, positive <laughs> dad with the mom who's like straight and narrow, like yeah, <laughs> anxious she, and she wants things to go a certain way. Yeah. Like, and, and they just fit each other so well. Yeah, but they did. That, show, that he, show was funny. He would have all these one-on-one moments with his kids where it was kind of silly mm-hmm. at first, but then he got, you know, serious. Like, oh yeah, he d- you know, I do yeah. love my daughter. I see her this way. And yeah. And you know what, too? Sweet. Even in that same show with the Spanish one, what's her name? Sofia Vergara. Yes, with her character, mm-hmm. her husband. Remember, he was a stepdad to her son right yeah and so he that's even a dad relationship that i felt like he was cool oh, like yeah. he you know the son liked Manny. him and stuff yeah so yeah <laughs> and then last but not least <laughs> mine are all <laughs> silly but frank costanza man from seinfeld he was george's dad yep 
And he, George, that I truly feel like Frank is the reason why George has such <laughs> high, like, anxiety. He was always high strung. <laughs> he all, he was a hypochondriac. Like, he was just always. And then his dad also invented the holiday festivus. <laughs> and George hated that. it. George hated it. <laughs> He's just that dad that George was. I can see why George was so high strung. And if you watch Seinfeld, you know what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. Frank Costanza was a trick. But he loved his son, but he just, ugh, he was just a trick. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, they had kind of like that type of relationship where they love each other, but I can't be around you that much, dad. you doing yep. too much. Sometimes it'd be like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, enough of it. Right. Uh, enough is enough. <laughs> but those are some TV dads. Those are just some. But there's a lot of t- good TV dads. All right, B. So let's now discuss. Our top father relationship movies. Yes. All right. Let's get into it. (laughs) I'm going to kick us off with Kick-Ass. This movie's come up quite a bit of times. You know what? It's on the shelf. I feel that. It's on the shelf. It's been on the shelf. It's on the shelf. Okay. (laughs) Remember, we're doing that now. That's going to be our new thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Kick-Ass came out in 2010. It stars Mm -hmm. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Mm -hmm. who I enjoy looking at. I'm not even going to lie. And Chloe Grace Moretz, who I have liked in every movie i've seen her in um and nicholas cage so you already got a nice little starting lineup right there and this movie is just basically about this teenage kind of (laughs) nobody that he doesn't have any superpowers but he decides to become a superhero Mm -hmm. he just you know has had enough like you know i think i could do this and in doing so he does start to make his life a little bit more dramatic Mm -hmm. and he runs into you know like more responsibility because you know that's what happens Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there's a father-daughter relationship in this movie with big daddy and hit girl and it was marvelous like it was adorable he loved his daughter and she idolized her dad and even though they were different because Mm -hmm. they went and fought as superheroes he trained her so well yeah he just made her into this total badass (laughs) you know but you saw like in the second installment of this movie how Mm -hmm. she eventually kind of struggled to be a normal teenager because she got she he gave her skills she knows how to use all these guns and all these knives and how to fight like hand-to-hand combat she ain't afraid of nothing so her high school experience was a little different Mm -hmm. right (laughs) but you know they have in the first movie a conversation and it's just uh when he tells her that he loves her it's such a good father and daughter moment mm-hmm. so kick ass it, it has that it has <laughs> okay. that relationship in there yeah what you got what you got definitely does mine is a movie that i have not watched in years and i don't typically mm-hmm. watch this movie but it's it is obviously a culture cla- classic mm-hmm. uh but boys in the hood and it came out in 1991 as Cuba Gooding Jr. and Lawrence Fishburne, Ice Cube, and a whole bunch of other um, awesome. Chestnut. Yeah, yeah, more of course. Yeah, Ricky, yeah. duh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and it you know it's the lives of three young men living in Crenshaw, ghetto Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You know, and they it's just a it's a movie about you know race relationships and violence and losing your friends and all the things, mm-hmm. just the stuff that they're going in through. The hood, yeah, women. right. And so I really like the father portrayed. It was just good to see like a black father that looked like he's well to do. He's mm-hmm. educated. You know what I'm saying? He c- carries himself well. He's confident. Um, he's raising his black son like in yeah. the hood. And he keeps his son out of trouble. He gives him wisdom. He, you know, guides him and stuff. And yeah. he challenges his son to think for himself and kind of ponder his own walk and where he's going in life. Like he doesn't yeah. tell him you need to be doing this. Yeah. He just he explores like his thoughts and like mm-hmm. this like which where's your mind he asks him the right questions right. and tells him the right stories and he even notices for me like yeah when something is off yeah because yep. there's even that scene where he was kind of upset because he told his dad a lie yeah and like later on he's like huh, you know like kind of mad with his friends and he was right. like i lied to my dad and yeah. he didn't even like that feeling yep. of not telling being truthful right. with his own father yep and then you know lawrence fishburne character had talked kuba down when mm-hmm. ricky had got shot and he was he kuba character when i keep why can i remember his name i can't i just remember ricky and i forgot the everybody else's name but anyway um <laughs> Dope boy yeah but Dope that's, and, that's ice cube yeah but yeah (laughs) no but you're right but yeah but his dad talked him down you know he had that gun he was ready to go out and just really make Mm -hmm. a decision that you know he probably may not have lived through you know what i'm saying yeah so i'm glad that you know he talked him down and once he did all he really did needed was just somebody there and then once he talked him down and took that gun from him 
um, Lawrence Fishburne character did. Mm-hmm. You know, he just embraced him and he went to his arms and just sobbed and just cried. And it's just like, yeah, like we can we can get through this a different way. You don't got to go to retaliation. But it was a real moment. It was like he's going through all this stuff and his father knew yeah. not to. He you knew know, there's the right amount of pressure exactly, to put on his son. Exactly. And I like that. That was that was good. That was real good, especially during a moment like that. So next okay. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how I am. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you already know. You're excited. <laughs> Don't you tell me how to do it. I know what I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, a goofy movie, yeah. obviously. <laughs> oh my god. This came out in 1995 <laughs> uh-huh. with, you know, the voices Bill <laughs> Bill Farmer and yeah. Jason Marsden. Yeah. But it follows Goofy and Max, right? Max's Goofy son, Maximilian. Mm-hmm. And he's forced to go on this cross-country road trip with his dad. His dad is Goofy, y'all. Mm-hmm. Imagine <laughs> your father is Goofy. Yeah. And you're at that phase where Max is so embarrassed by him and so just like <laughs> trying to fit in and he's living that teenage life and there's this girl he likes and this party he's going to go to. and um Without the extra that you're putting in there not the extra i can't help that <laughs> but that's what i hear i'm sorry okay. that was prominent that I, was more prominent yeah you're goofy like yeah that? does he talk like that you, yes yes goofy has a very goofy voice okay, i'm, I'm not even gonna attempt it because i'm not a good goofy imitator you always do good voices not for, i know which i know what i can't do and i can't do goofy but max is at this phase right and out of nowhere on this trip they start to forge and form this bond that's mm-hmm. closer together mm-hmm. and i like how it happens because at first goofy's really trying to push it mm-hmm. but when he lets up the reins like that's when they meet together you right. know what i mean instead of him pressuring his son like yeah. we should be get, getting close by doing all these things and the stuff i say and to me this movie just never gets old right great depiction of teenage angst and maximilian <laughs> <laughs> and embarrassment because i mean come on y'all it's he can't do anything without like it being clumsy and over the top and like imagine that's your dad just walked in right and she's like oh i don't want you guys to know that we're affiliated (laughs) and then they they drew together so organically when they stopped trying to force it again and it's just it's a good movie it's fun for all ages and stories you know, and Disney really hasn't been able to replicate a movie like this. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. also has an amazing soundtrack. Hello. Okay. <laughs> so many about, good songs on there. I know what we there. said in our, one of our other, I can't remember what episode this was. Maybe our Disney one. We said, you know, Goofy, you know, they really, you know, they black, you know. Oh, yeah. This was, <laughs> I, listen, I'm trying not to get too into it. Oh, you don't I think that was to, a Disney episode. But, but they definitely, this is they got some about cultures. a black character. Yeah, they got a little in swag. In their story. Yep. <laughs> And then we got, I got Meet the Parents. Now, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just love funny comedies, especially with Robert De Niro. I think he's a dope Mm -hmm. actor. Um, But this was Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller. And y'all know, fun fact, Frank Costanza, the the character that that plays George's dad in Seinfeld, Mm -hmm. Frank Costanza that's really Ben Stiller's dad so that's so funny like so So you're talking about his son now and another right another right so yep and so meet the parents I just like this movie because it's a comedy but Mm -hmm. uh Nurse Greg Faulkner oh Faulkner Faulkner (laughs) yeah that's the whole thing his (laughs) last name is Faulkner well I don't know where I got that in from but he meets his girlfriend's parents before proposing but her suspicious father is every date's worst nightmare he's crazy <laughs> or every every fiance's worst nightmare every son-in-law to be son-in-law to be worst <laughs> night yeah um and so i like this one because robert nero's character just plays his overprotective dad nobody's good enough for his daughter yep and it's just funny because he used to work in the cia <laughs> and <laughs> and he does like all these like backgrounds of just like checking in <laughs> on like who ben is getting his dna character. and yeah. stuff <laughs> And the cat, like he's talking about how he trained the cat. He did. He trained the cat to do certain things and Flush just the toilet, right? And, and so it's just funny. I, I really like that one because it's it's one of those like trope ones where mm-hmm. at the end, you know, they come to like he, the dad like understands. Okay, this is gonna be my son in law, and they finally just connect. But <laughs> Greg finally or or, Greg, or Gaylord he, Gaylord he finally <laughs> great Gaylord Foster. <laughs> Okay. oh my gosh but like he finally also stands up for 
himself. Yeah, because there's does. so many awkward moments. Like it's funny, <laughs> but then you feel bad. Like mostly you're feeling bad for Ben Stiller's character, <laughs> Gaylord, because it's like, dang, right. why is this guy eating him? Like he's making it more awkward. Like stop. It was so many, so things. many awkward silences. Or it's yeah. like say something or laugh or talk or just like, right. you, uh, you know, he's trying to connect. And then he always the dad, the dad Robert De Niro plays always made fun of like Greg being a nurse. Like oh, so that's what <laughs> males do. Like he was be eating them up like he ugh. did that frequently yeah he was he did not make it easy for him to transition <laughs> he, to the family like listen, he did it he did it but that was that usual all this for me yeah you know that's that's one of them tropes too but yeah <laughs> and but of course they went on to do a meet the, like they kept going too with it like there's sequels <laughs> oh, to yeah. this yeah oh, of course <laughs> but it's meet funny. the family meet oh my god yeah. <laughs> meet the fuckers when it gets into his family too exactly. it gets even better yep <laughs> Oh, so man. next up, I have Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2005. That is when I graduated mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. So I'm aging myself, y'all. Graduated <laughs> in 2005. This is when that movie came out. It stars Amber Tamblyn, ba- mm-hmm. Blake Lively, Alexis Bledel, mm-hmm. and America Ferreira. And it's one of those best friend films where it's a, a group, a foursome of best friends, right? Mm-hmm. And... They've been best friends since birth. And they have this summer where they all kind of travel different places. It's mm-hmm. a summer apart for them. And they each kind of embark on an adventure in the story. But one of them is going through a relationship with her father and the turmoil there. Mm-hmm. And so that's America Ferreira's character, Carmen, right? right. She's like the writer of the story, mm-hmm. really. She's very creative in that sense. She's kind of like the Carrie. And, and she just wants her, her, her dad's approval mm-hmm. so badly. But not in this way where she's trying so hard to like constantly do things to impress him Mm -hmm. but where she's just trying to engage with him like yeah let's do this we can do that because she's so excited to have a summer with her dad Mm. but he wasn't honest with her about all the changes in his life so she was just taking off guard oh who's this woman why he lives with somebody else oh Oh, he lives in the suburbs he said he hated the suburbs you know blah 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 he's got two kids that are you know like oh blah blah like someone else is talking to him at one point when they go to one of the kids uh soccer games and he's like oh so you're the golden boy's dad and he's like yeah you know she's just Dang. seeing her dad kind of be swept completely from yeah. under her and you feel he's living his whole other life yeah without her yeah. and she has a, so she eventually she has a moment where she snaps mm. and she leaves and it's so it's so understandable like you really get her point mm. and she leaves and goes all the way back home and she calls her dad back later on when one of her best friends like encourages her like you've been talking to me about this like you Mm. need to talk to your dad so she calls her dad and that conversation is like huh it's heart-wrenching because she's just crying about how like it just feels like you know like i always wanted you to be my dad i always wanted this close like she just Mm. pours it all out yeah and so he can't really even do anything but sit there and take it and it's just like I'm so sorry. Right. I'm so like he knows what he did. Yeah. Okay. So that's why this movie had to be in there because that's yeah, it's it's one a really those, good scene. Right. They had to repair that. Mm-hmm, exactly. And he's coming face to face now with his wrong, and he's finally mm-hmm. seeing. Oh, yep. I've been. It's not just in his head. Right. She's telling you like this is the pain you've caused yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and I got the pursuit of happiness. Came out 2006. Played by Will Smith and his son, Jaden Smith, in real life. And this was such a good movie. But I can only watch it like once. (laughs) Once or twice. (laughs) Like once or twice, like every three years. Yeah. But a struggling salesman, he takes custody of his son. And he begins a life-changing like professional career. Like trying to provide for him and his son it's just him he's a single dad it's just him and his son Mm -hmm. and they already you know what i'm saying they got it yeah they struggling so and it's actually based on a true story that's another reason why i really like this because it shows an actual father-son relationship Mm -hmm. but yeah he just had a lot of drive and dedication to care and provide for his son and just leave a legacy for him like Mm -hmm. i I remember that scene where they were sleeping in the bathroom and was it in the airport or that was a subway system oh subway yeah that's what it was and they were sleeping in the bathroom and I just remember somebody, yep, somebody was trying to get in and use it. And, of course, they had, you know, he had it locked. And Will Smith character, like the dad, he was just leaning up against the door and he was crying. His son was knocked out asleep. He didn't even know what was going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but yeah, for, so for a those, dad. Like, my son's not ready to wake yeah. up. This is all I have. Just leave us alone. Right. And it's just like, ugh, like just being just being in that situation, period. It's like, I, I just, you just feel so mm-hmm. down, you know. But he had that drive. And he I, he was selling them daggone uh, yeah. medical things 
days. He was yeah. trying. He was hustling. He was trying his best, and he didn't give up. And so, you know, I felt like his son. He he, he set a strong example for his son on how to handle, you know, life's curveballs trials Man. you know challenges and things like that and then actually you know that's one of my favorite memes one of my favorite memes of people be using to show passion or like a victory mm-hmm. um is when he was clapping when he ended up at the end of the movie he ended up getting his big account or something oh, like yeah. that and he was able to provide and he was walking up the streets of i forgot where it was philly or new york or something and walking up the streets and he got that job and he was just like clapping like just so like <laughs> i did it yes and it was so it was just with so much passion like yes like i got this victory he kept going he mm-hmm. was determined man and he didn't let the circumstances stop him right so yeah i think that i think that set a really really good example for his little young sons so the next up i have gran torino because i wanted to also spotlight another movie where it's that father relationship but not with your biological father yeah so this is for those people who don't who are missing that right mm-hmm. but they still they find somebody who can kind of take that place in that role in their life. Right. So Gran Torino came out in 2008. It stars Clint Eastwood, B. Vang, and Ani Hurt. And it's basically about an old, disgruntled, <laughs> prejudiced Korean War vet. That's mm-hmm. that's Clint Eastwood. He seems miserable in his mm-hmm. life, right? But he forms an unlikely friendship with a Hmong teenager after mm-hmm. that teenager tries to steal his Gran Torino. He tries <laughs> yeah, to steal his, his car, car yeah. as initiation, right? And so the way that this relationship just came to be from one of those, you know, I'm I'm a man and I'm going to teach you how to do basic things mm-hmm. to help you improve your home, you know, like what I believe a man should tropes like it just worked so well mm-hmm. in this movie because he did he he started to show him how to fix everything mm-hmm. and these are the tools and you let's fix this and you want to get rid of that because he's trying to make up for trying to steal his car mm-hmm. he has him doing these different chores yeah yeah and so people see that he's doing that and he himself like sees how the people react by like oh yeah could you have him come and get our gut like mm-hmm. and he starts cleaning up the whole neighborhood basically <laughs> he's like yeah we take it orders okay yeah he can be over in about right. an hour when he's done mm-hmm. mowing so-and-so's lawn mm-hmm. but he teaches him the discipline and how to talk to men from that like they they grow this bond through yeah. that and some things happen in the film that are like like difficult Mm. for their family for this for this guy's family for this Mm. young man and he sees the way that clint eastwood's character kind of responds to it Mm. and he works with them together to to kind of fix his life and it's crazy because it also shows clint eastwood has two biological sons of his own Mm. right that are adult men but he has terrible relationships with them yeah and that you know like that's what i'm saying in the beginning he's so miserable right yeah because he's just he feels just so grumpy and like (laughs) stay away from me and And he's jaded he's probably just jaded too by life can you imagine the things he's seen you Mm -hmm. know yeah he's a Korean war he talked about that yeah he's able to teach this guy in ways that he failed his own son right he kind of get a shot at redemption he does he absolutely does you feel bad for his sons because they missed out on that but Mm -hmm. at the end he still got to give that to somebody yeah because the son still came out okay. They just don't have a relationship with right. them. And that's what's going to happen if you're being miserable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gran Torino. I got to ask my husband to show me that car because I know he know what that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then my next one is Daddy's Little Girls. And it was played by Idris Elba, Gabrielle Union, and a few other people. The three little girls, ugh, I can't remember all their names, yeah. but, you know, they're, they're grown now. But it came out 2007, and it's a mechanic and his family of girls. Um, he's struggling to make ends meet when his baby mama and her drug-dealing boyfriend, <laughs> and the baby mama is Tasha, played by Tasha Smith, ain't it? I think uh, it's Tasha Smith. I could be wrong. But anyway, and he struggles to get custody of his girls. And he fought, ended up falling in love with the lawyer, which is played by Gabrielle Union. So mm. anyway, I really like this one. Um, this is a good dad relationship. This is one of those dads that has all girls. And so all he girls. has to, yeah. <laughs> so he has to kind of always be on that, like, on that side. Remember we were saying the difference the between. nurturing. Yeah, right. And so he's a hardworking dad who has a loving relationship with his three daughters. And they respect him. He protects them. He loves on them, mm-hmm. you know. And he's the kind of father who would immediately ditch his job because he would. Like if there was something going on mm-hmm. and he was at work 
and they called him he was peacing out like i don't care about this job i get another one <laughs> if he needed to be there for his daughters yeah and that's kind of how him and gabrielle union's yeah. interaction first went <laughs> yeah because he was driving her right and then he was like oh no gotta go to the hospital mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> she was like i'll scream i didn't get that girl shut up exactly he's just making a little detour <laughs> you're gonna be okay so yeah and that one part too it was the one part where the the girls were going to go stay with their crazy ass mama <sighs> And, you know, the baby mama, his baby mama just got a new boyfriend. So he was there at the house, too. But he's a drug dealer. Yeah. Like you said earlier, right. he's not a good person. Yeah. And so in this moment, when they supposed to be staying with their mom, Monty wakes up to the girls at the, at the door at the house. Yeah. And it's late at night. Yeah. They walked all the way to be there. walking. Yeah. To the crib. And so he also saw bruises and stuff on the on the little one, the youngest one. And so, man that was all he needed yeah (laughs) yeah like you've been hurting my baby yeah i don't play it yeah Mm -hmm. and i like you know he he don't play he ain't played by his kids his girls so he handled that (laughs) yeah but yeah so yeah daddy's little girls (laughs) all right and then for my final movie and again in no particular order but also this one is really super special to my heart if their relationship i have the movie <laughs> this will always make me think of. <laughs> I have a few things to say about this. I I immediately started laughing because it always makes me think of Kim. What movies? Um, this movie is Armageddon, <laughs> which if you were around any time years and years ago, 1998 mm-hmm. is when this movie came out. Yeah. Um, very popular movie. Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck. Those are our main people, but mm-hmm. a lot of big names in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So a fearless group of oil drillers they are tasked with saving the world because they're the only ones who are capable of drilling a hole that deep and they need to do that into this meteor that's heading straight Mm. towards earth right Mm. so that's the premise right but you got a lot of stories going on like this is an end of the world type movie but the father-daughter relationship is between bruce willis's character Mm -hmm. and Liv tyler and he basically has raised his daughter on this oil rig like with a bunch of men her whole life and she's like I fall in love with one. Like he sees like she's, <laughs> she's sleeping with one of them. Right. Uh. And like, he's her age and like, it's fine, but you know, she's an adult. Yeah. And she works for, you know, like the company as well. And, and he's just pissed. Like you could do better than me <laughs> and what I am. And she's yeah. like, you raised me around these men and you're surprised I fell in love with one. Right. Like, what are you talking about? And that's Dad? Ben Affleck. She fell in love with right. That yes. character. Yeah. And it's just so easy for this movie to make me cry. Like the way that the father and daughter kind of bickered back and forth. Because mm-hmm. he really did. He loved Ben Affleck's character in that father-son way where it was like, boy, you get on my nerves. Yeah. But like, you're also so good at what you do. Like the way that their back and forth and banter was really right. cute to me. And they had a good relationship with her fiance. But he was just like, no one's really good enough for my daughter. Yeah. Especially no oil rig, like <laughs> little sass mouth who like comes in here and uh. So in this movie, you see basically for the end of the world, her dad is going to go up into space. He's like the leader of this group. Yeah, right? the of, drilling group. Yeah. And so much is on stake. Mm-hmm. And for her, you know, like the rest of the world is looking like, okay, yeah, they got this. They're going to achieve this. And she's like, these are all the people I know and love. Like, that's my family. Like my right. Fiance's up there. My dad is up okay. there. All these men that I've the been knowing all my life are up there. Mm. Like, you better make sure this works. Exactly. <laughs> and it does. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Unfortunately, one person has to stay behind, right? And, yep, nope. Spoiler alert. I already said it. So let me just tell yeah, you how this goes. It. They have to draw. They decide to draw straws to see who's going to stay behind. And mm. guess who gets the short straw? Uh-oh. Ben Affleck. And he accepts it like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, we're all going to die. The best way to do it is like saving the whole world. Like, whatever. Like, this is the most noble way I could do this. Exactly. I could go. And so when he gets in, you know, the little elevator to go down there where it is, Bruce Willis gets in with him, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's talking to him on the way down. Basically, when they get there, Bruce Willis, like, basically kicks him back in and he takes it. Like, he's the one who does it. And he's like, tell, you know, like, take care of my daughter, you know, like, it closes. And he's like, what are you doing? No, Harry, no, no. And he's like, 
you know, like, take care of my daughter. I've always looked at you like a son, you know, like, and the elevator's Dang. going up, and you're just like, no, you Dang. know, and he's like, I love you, Harry. I'm oh. sorry. Oh, it's just one of those things. At this point, he, he sends a video to his daughter, right? Mm. And it's just the last conversation she's going to have with her dad. And just the thought of, like, this is it. Yeah. Like, after this conversation is done, it just always makes me cry when I watch it. Like, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I, 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 me and my That's dad talk to each other on the phone, like to me frequently, yeah. <laughs> like enough where it's like, dang, this is Vice, the last is thing we, you know, like, get to talk about. It's just, ugh. but it just shows you how much he loves his daughter yeah. and how much the connection he had. loves his father. And even he was okay with who she chose. Yeah, he was just being stubborn. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's all it was. <sighs> Because he actually liked the one that she oh, chose. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep, that was good. I'm getting. Yeah, I'm watching that. That one, I'm gonna watch again. Yeah. That one, I'm very intrigued to watch really soon. Like, yeah. So then I have last but not least, King Richard. Who's that about? <laughs> <laughs> Came out 2021. It's with Will Smith, Anjanu, Ellis, and a whole bunch of other wonderful actors, especially the ones that play uh, Venus and Serena, um, the tennis superstars. And so it just kind of shows the perspective and is told. Their story is told from like you know the dad. He like coaches them i really really liked this movie and i even like the actual their dad in real life because i remember seeing an interview with oh, i think yeah. it was serena oh, review which one was it i can't remember which girl it was but it was one of the te- it was one of his girls and he, she was sitting down doing an interview and the guy that's that's asking the questions was kind of like trying to make her second yeah, guess her answers he was pressuring her like are you sure you're good yeah. enough to do it? like he already asked her and she right. responded yeah. so he asked again right and then so the dad peeped that real quick like hold on don't be trying to stifle her confidence mm-hmm. like that was pretty much the vibe of what he was saying yep. i'm paraphrasing yeah. but you know what I'm saying? It's he took up for her right away and she didn't even deep. flinch. Exactly. Like it wasn't, she just let her dad handle it. Exactly. Like, yeah, he's right. Like, like, don't you dare. Like, you trying to, and you know, I'll go further into that, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I just love how he, like, just, he had a plan in a, in a, mm-hmm. he ensured success for yes. those girls. And, like, he also kind of like a pushy, mm-hmm. he he pushed them to work hard and pushed them to be the best. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't in an unhealthy way, in my opinion. Um, I felt like it was, like, a good balance of what you need to have the strength and the um, tough skin mm-hmm. to be able to be the greatest at something. Yep. And he still had that good amount of love and support for his girls. And they loved their dad. And they respected him. And that says a lot when your kids love and respect you. That mm-hmm. says a lot, you know. He's also a very girl-girl dad. <laughs> yeah, he is. All girls. And yeah. He spoke life into their future. He was like, y'all are going to be the best. Like, mm-hmm. And I love that, you know. And he had it for all of his daughters, he too. He did. Because the older one was Joe going did. to college. Yes. going to be a doctor. Yes. They were all intelligent girls. And, um, yeah, it was dope. I just, I love fathers like that, too. Those fathers that you know push purpose and stuff. There was that scene where he made them watch Cinderella. You yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and he asked them at the end, like, okay, so what was the message of this movie? Mm-hmm. And one of the girls said something a little like about the shoe, or like, oh, you get a prince, blah blah blah. And he was right. like, go to your room. He was like, no, I'm being <laughs> serious, like. And they're like, we don't know. And he said, okay, well, we're going to watch it again. Rewind the movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that reminded me of something. I'm, I'm going to say it when you finish. Go ahead. Yeah, no, but that, that scene, it makes me think of that scene because it's just like he was trying to get them to understand, like, <laughs> she persevered through all the stuff yeah. that she had going on. Uh-huh. Like, if you stop looking at this from a surface level, like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. How can you find a girl with a shoe? Like, that's the fairy tale piece. You right. know what I mean? Right. But if What's you look at her piece? character, she was going through it <laughs> and going going through it but she never really gave up of like yeah she stayed positive she and did. y'all need to work hard and stay positive right. too yep yep that reminds me of a story and it's not along those i mean it's along those same lines but not as deep as that message but uh my i remember like traveling because my dad like he he really taught me how to read like i was reading at a sixth grade level with like Ooh. second grade so I was really, I'm really good with reading. Anyway, I remember like us traveling to Fort Wayne and, uh, you know, that's, that's my hometown. That's where I was born. And we got family up there too. So we would travel there. And I just remember one time, man, my dad literally was like, Tanisha. And I was like, yeah. He was like, spell Chicago. And I literally kept spelling it wrong. And he made me keep having it. I kept going over oh and over. Oh my gosh. Yep. He was like, spell Chicago. And I was like, C-H. And for some reason, I could not remember how it looked like i was trying to picture it like because i have really good yep. photographic memory and i was like c h i like i kept doing it wrong and i finally got it 
<laughs> and literally like he was I, drilling I, that into you yeah and it seems like it was something so like cruel but it really wasn't i, I was irritated but i like that he kind of pushed me mm. to still figure it out because and that's to this day like there's one uh, i'm a person that really pushes forward to my chat like if i have a challenge i face it mm-hmm. and it might take me a little bit to get there but i i always end up facing it because i just push myself like nope i gotta Aww. do it so yeah he literally <laughs> go spell it spell, spell chicago nope that's wrong try again i was like oh, <laughs> oh man it. but yeah so really in conclusion of this episode <laughs> yeah. and the whole relationships that we have with our fathers that have made like the movies do such a good job of just mm-hmm. that's why we like them so much depicting a story and within these stories there's it's, so many different relationships yeah. that some re- some are, are relatable yep some are relatable some are some that you learn from that mm-hmm. you know it's not from your own experience but you can you know but it's you good to see it. other people yeah. when i think of my relationship with my dad <laughs> if i had just one keyword i would use the word wonder or maybe freedom and just mm-hmm. the reason why because i think the way that our dad interacted with us so mm-hmm. much with try this and the hands-on ways of doing things like mm-hmm. when we would go and we would hunt for crawdads and catch crawdads in the creek it was mm-hmm. always like telling us about like this is how they run and this is how yeah. you want to catch them like teaching us how to do that but then also wonder because i know that i can be that i can tell and this is this happened when, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my life that i could be like hey dad you know like the um the science club said that there was going to be a meteor shower. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's at 3 a.m. So I don't know. And he's like, it's okay. And so he woke me up at 3 a.m. And we went out there and we laid yeah, and we saw so many shooting stars. But it's Ooh. just like you have the type of person that allows you like, no, to be and to wonder mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, that's what's just, up. Yeah develop the most as you mm-hmm. possible. You don't have to be like me, but like yeah. I'm still invested in your life right i feel that my concluding thoughts with fathers and just to piggyback off of you be like mm-hmm. i feel like to sum up mine with my dad I like feel- a really good friend type of relationship too mm-hmm. so you and your dad have a good balance like yeah like it's enough because i'm not a big mushy person mm-hmm. and and neither my dad, am I. I don't know if that's what you're saying about no, me. No, I'm not saying okay. that's not what you are. I'm just saying I'm just not mushy and my dad isn't either. And it's just kind of like we have a understanding. I don't know. We just have yeah. an understanding. And my pops, I, lo- I love my pops. We have, I love real conversations. And that's probably why I'm always talking mm-hmm. from that type of, you know, grown, like that those challenge type of things because... You know, that would be conversation that would be had. And, you know, my dad was, we would, you know, when we were younger, we would always kind of be like, oh, he comes like a lecture or whatever. But no, like my dad would be saying some real stuff and it, it impacted still, even if we didn't know then. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now as an adult, it's like I appreciate those moments. You know what I'm saying? Totally would take that for granted and be like, <laughs> yeah. well, shut up. I'm just trying <laughs> right. to do my thing. Right. Quit lecturing me. I think I know the world. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we, we have fun. We can talk and stuff. And I love my dad. He's a cool guy. He's And then too creative. Like, we can definitely get creative and we share those things. And uh, we always vibe, too, with the music. Whenever he was playing some dope music, anytime my dad was making a dope song, I would always be like, hey, like, we all really would just hype that up. <laughs> like, hey, his, his jazz is dope. But, um, yep so that was fun girl and we're thankful for our dads right b so thankful yeah because and it's cool when they depict dad relationships and characters in movies especially if they're anything like our dads it's fun Mm -hmm. to see that depicted on screen or even just little moments that they might do that might remind us of our dad it's just funny (laughs) okay you guys that's all we have for this week's episode if you haven't seen some of the movies we discussed from earlier definitely recommend them yeah watch some give them a shot see about the father relationships we talked about see what y'all think let us know (laughs) or let us know what other movies we might have not been able to discuss you could do that through our email right Tanisha yes of course our email you can also subscribe on our website at so that's what happens.com and you know connect with us on our social media by the way thank you for listening to our show so So that's that's what what happens. happens join us next week and until then it's, it's a wrap. wrap.